Good morning. I'm Heather Hayashi, and it's Thursday, October 5th, 2017, and it's been, I think, a couple years since I've done a podcast, so I thought, I think it's time. <laughs> I need to prepare for a talk that I'm doing at the end of the month, and I thought it would be a good chance to sort of practice it here and work it out a little bit verbally, and then I can sort of write write it down and work on it later and prepare it for this crew that I'll be speaking to. So I'm hoping that this will be helpful for you as well as you're thinking about who God is in your life and what he has for you. Uh, the title of the talk that I'll be doing is, uh, it's for a missions conference in Edmonton here at the end of October. And there's um, a young adults evening just for the young adults and the, there's some breakout sessions. So you have the opportunity to go and attend I think it's eight or nine different um, groups and you can hear sort of a quick 15 minute breakout session and the hope is to um, inspire these young adults to think about what is holding them back from complete surrender to God in their life and for what that means for them in light of purpose and where their energy goes but I usually have a problem at these mission conferences I don't really I don't really like them for for a couple reasons. I guess I have I like them, but I have a hesitancy about it because there is sometimes a sense of pressure that um, you have to forget about who you are and sort of become something bigger or better or different than who you are, and then you kind of offer your adrenaline energy to God and say, "Sure, I'll do whatever. I'll do whatever." And my experience and my my understanding of Scripture is that God doesn't sort of just look for recruitment, just general recruitment. He has specifically created each one of us, and He has purpose for each one of us that match our character, our life, our story, the things we've been through, and, and what He's making with an I-N-G, what, what he is currently making of our lives and shaping us to become is all part of how he wants to show his love to the world through us. So it's not that we have to put on kind of a fake exterior and deny who we are so that God can use us. He really wants us to kind of offer who we are. And in doing so, we need to understand who we are in order to offer that. So at this talk, what I'll be doing is my husband's going to create a giant prop for me. So I'm hoping a life size, which is not that big, actually, because I'm not very big. So five foot four, uh, fairly stocky build. <laughs> I'm going to have him create sort of a wooden two-dimensional <clears throat> stick man type shape, uh, generic. And um and then I will have a stack of sticky notes in my hand. And what I'm going to do is kind of say, this is God's workmanship. This is, this is because that's the topic that I particularly have, uh, that, that I've been assigned to do. So I am God's workmanship, as it says in Ephesians 2, um, created for good things that God has prepared already for me to be about. And I'm going to point to this big prop, and I'm going to say, this is this is God's workmanship. And I'm going to stand in front of it and say, and I've got tons of ideas and I've got skills and I've got talents and I've got uh, energy and I've got a passion and a heart for hurting people in the world. 
and there are so many needs and I'm ready and available to be that person. And then I'm going to step to the side with my sticky notes in hand and I'm going to start to put these sticky notes on this two-dimensional stick figure person and I'm going to say, but, but here's the reality of who I am. And I'm going to have them kind of color-coded so the red is going to mean disease and the yellow is going to mean medication and the blue is going to mean doctor appointments and so I'm going to have all these things and I'm just going to quickly start to run through what my life looks like. So I'll say here's my endometriosis disease that I was diagnosed with 20 years ago. Here's the surgeries that I've had. Here's the procedures that and I'll just be slapping on these these sticky notes. Um, here's the medication I need to do and the, the regular doctor appointments I need to have, the ultrasounds, the MRIs, the x-rays, the examinations, just to keep the disease, you know, manageable. Um, here's the side effects from the medications, and I'm just going just gonna to splatter this two-dimensional stick person with these sticky notes. And hopefully it will be entertaining and, and interesting for them. And then I want to be able to stand to in front of it and say, my temptation is, and maybe it is for the young adult students as well, is to stand in front of it and deny who I really am and say, yeah, no, God, really, you can use me 100%. Where do you, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? And if many of us have been involved in mission organizations or, or YWAM or anything that kind of really um, encourages kind of that wild faith in God can do anything and use us and, and work beyond who we are, um, it's really exciting and it's really cool to be a part of, but it can sometimes um, not deceive, but it can sometimes, tr um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Confuse maybe. It can confuse us with that excitement and adrenaline is what God is looking for rather than a surrendered heart. So then I'll step back away from that two-dimensional stick person and I'll say, if I can surrender my heart to the Lord with these diseases that he has, for whatever reason, chosen not to heal me of, um, surrender my time, my calendar, my money, my the amount of time that it takes to take care of myself and manage this disease and stretch and, you know, pain management is a big part of my day just to function. If I can surrender all of this to the Lord and say, Lord, the people that are in my life are lab technicians and doctors and, you know, the pharmacist at my Safeway, these are my people. This is my life. I surrender this to you. If you have, Lord, if you have really created good works for me to do, and I am your workmanship, and you are creating me into something amazing, I can't really see it quite clearly right now. Because all I see is these sticky notes, and it looks like a lot of time. It looks like a very inefficient person that you're working with. And, and my hope is that I'll be able to say to these young adults and to you who are listening, um, you know, what is it in your life that you want to stand in front of and deny your reality and say, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I really want to be out there living a purposeful, productive life. 
And it doesn't matter that I have mental health issues, or it doesn't matter that I take care of a disabled person in my home, or it doesn't matter that I have, you know, financial or whatever the, whatever the parts that you would stick onto your stick person and say, these are my particular challenges. God, he knows all of that. He totally knows all of that better than you do. And he wants you and I to come before him with a surrendered heart and say, okay, Lord, I don't get it. I don't really see how, but your word says that we have been created by you to do great works that you've already you've already planned and prepared so align my heart lord with with what your work is to be about and where my my perspective is align those two together so that if i'm trying to be something that i'm not supposed to be help me let that stuff go and, and help me embrace the part of who, who I really am. And so I can, I can be doing those good works that you've planned for me. And I would say just very simply, that is a, a painfully exhausting, really tough, tough place to be where you have to acknowledge your reality and embrace it. Because for a lot of us, that's just a very painful place. And it might be that you live with relationships that are unresolved or marriage that's falling apart or things that are out of your control. So to surrender that is not an easy thing. And I say it so respectfully to you. There will be tears. There will be grief. But the freedom that comes when we align ourselves with, with what God has for us as we as we take on the work that he's actually given to us is so freeing and it allows us to be who we really are and take care of ourselves as we need to. And and I can just say from experience, um, you know, I have kind of an imaginary to-do list in my mind of things that seem far more productive than the life I'm actually living. But I've observed and watched how God has used my life in powerful ways in people's lives that I can't even explain. I don't even know what I said or, or how that impacted them. And sometimes I think maybe this will be a helpful podcast or my blog will be helpful to people who have chronic illness. And I think it has been. But sometimes it's, it, it means something to someone who you know, has been struggling with a business decision in a in a high-profile career, and I'm completely surprised that God will use my voice into someone else's life who I, I think I would not normally relate with. So God has these, God is so creative, and He's not held back at all by the things that we put, these sticky notes we put on, a, on this person. He's not held back at all. This is His, this is His best work. So my encouragement to you today as you listen and my encouragement to this young adult crew that I'll be speaking with at the end of the month is to, even if you just as an exercise, take some time to write down your reality and, and use a stick person like I've done um, for, this, for this talk um, or whatever you can do and just kind of put the things down in front of you that you feel are your reality. 
and and you may think they're helpful or not, but but lay them down. Maybe you're taking care of elderly um, parents or family members, or maybe you um, have a job that you just find exhausting, but you need to stay in it for a certain amount of time, and it's just causing this huge need for endurance and patience and. And for you, you feel like you're being held back from something that's exciting or more of your passion. And it, but the timing is just not right. So you live in this tension. Um, or your kids, maybe your kids are struggling in life and you carry the burden of that and you can't see past their pain to even know what God has for you. These are the times where we, at, at the most, at the core, need to come before the Lord, just just you and Him, God and myself, and just say, Lord, this, this is who I am. And I don't, I don't really necessarily like it. I wish it was different, but this is my reality. So give me clear vision to see it as you do. And give me hope, give me a sense of purpose, and give me trust that you are the one who's going to show me how purposefulness will flow out of me, how I will be able to go about my daily business, and you will um, impact the world through my life as I surrender to you. I just want to read for you uh, from the message, Ephesians 2, 7-10, it says this, Now God has us where he wants us, with all the time in this world and the next world, to shower grace and kindness upon us in Christ Jesus. Saving is all his idea and all his work. All we do is trust him enough to let him do it. It's God's gift from start to finish. We don't play the major role. If we did, we'd probably go around bragging that we'd done the whole thing. No, we neither make nor save ourselves. God does both the making and the saving. He creates each of us by Christ Jesus to join him in the work that he does, the good work he has gotten ready for us to do, work we had better be doing. So I I encourage you, I challenge you to take time with the Lord this week and talk to him about your reality, talk to him about where you're at, and ask him for fresh, fresh vision of what he sees in your life, how he wants to work. And you may not even see it, um, but help ask for the grace to just to embrace where you're at, to relax in it, to rest, to ease up that to-do list a little bit and focus on the things that are right in front of you, loving your spouse or your kids or your work and the people at work, whatever your particular story is, to just rest and, and relax and open your eyes and ears to to God and what he has to say to you and allow him to create and show you this purpose that he has for your life. I know that he has done that for me and he continues to do that. When I lose faith and when I get exhausted and I need fresh surrender to the Lord, I know that he continues to encourage me and give me a fresh perspective of the purpose that he has for my life. So, Let me just say a quick prayer, and then we'll end this time together. Lord Jesus, you are so patient with us, so kind. And I thank you for the opportunity even just to 
have this podcast today. It's um, For me, it's a continuing of using my life, the quietness of my life, sometimes the solitude of my life, to speak and write and express with words who you are in my life and what you're doing. And I know that that is... That's the work that you've given me to do. And Lord, you know I fight with you over that. I think there's much better jobs for me. <laughs> but you, you, um, you're firm with me. You don't let me go my own way. And I'm grateful because this is the right balance. It's restful. It's kind to the needs that I have to take care of for myself. And so I thank you, Lord, that you have created good work for us to do purpose, something to get up in the morning for and be about. So Lord, give us patience and grace to let your spirit reveal that to us. And may we be obedient and love you by taking the steps that are in front of us to do today. We trust you, Lord, we love you, we thank you that you are good and you are patient and you are calling us toward you in intimacy and love. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day.